Hello, this is Jacob, owner of Jacob Supply. We sell quality building products 30 to 50% lower than the big box stores. On sale now, Cortec Vinyl Plank Flooring by Shaw. Cortec is the number one brand for waterproof flooring, and Jacob Supply is the number one Cortec dealer in the entire state of Michigan. Nobody beats the quality of Cortec when it comes to waterproof flooring, and nobody beats our prices on Cortec. We have some colors on sale so low that we're not permitted to advertise our prices. Shipments arrive daily, and there is always something new at Jacob Supply in Temperance. Exploring theology, doctrine, and all of the fascinating subjects in between, broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Dead Men Walking starts now. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dead Men Walking Podcast. Uh, This one's a little different, coming to you live from Warren Dunes State Park. Uh, that's right on Lake Michigan. As you can see behind me, if you're watching in the video, uh, you might hear some of the lake going. We have a beautiful night here. Um, it's about nine o'clock, so we got about 20 or 25 more minutes of daylight. And we've got a slight uh, wind coming in from the west, so we have some white caps coming in behind us here. But uh, I'm on a camping trip with my family right now, and uh, they're getting ready for bed, so I snuck away, walked down uh, to the beach here, and wanted to record a, I don't know, a quick video for you guys, quick audio as well. And I um, was reading something earlier today, Psalm 146, and wanted to talk to you about it. Um, I absolutely love nature. Um, I love when I go hunting. I've talked about it before on the podcast. Um, you're out in nature. I love when we come to the lake. You know, I'm very blessed to live in Michigan to where you're never more than two hours away from a Great Lake. And the five Great Lakes of Michigan make up about 60% of the total fresh water in the whole world. So across the whole globe, 60% of the freshwater resource is in between the five Great Lakes. Here in Lake Michigan, um, I'm about three hours from Lake Michigan. I live about five minutes from Lake Erie. So we came here for a few days with the camper and uh, spent all day uh, at St. Joseph, which is about 20 miles north of here. Yesterday, we were here at this beach um, in Warren Dunes. Uh, and if, you were to, if I were to turn the camera around, you'd see these huge, glorious uh, sand dunes that um, you, can, you can hike and play on and walk on. And it's just a spectacular part of Michigan and very appreciative that we're able to come here and spend this time. But... Um, I wanted to go over Psalm 146 because I was reading it this morning and it kind of had some stuff in it that made me realize, uh, you know, why I appreciate being out in nature. So let's read through it, um, Psalm 146. And if we see some people walk behind or sit over, if you're watching the video, just ignore it. Um, The beach is still pretty active even, um, you know, even in the evening like this. So let's read through Psalm 146. I'm reading from the LSB, and it says, Psalm 146, I will praise Yahweh throughout my life. Praise Yah, praise Yahweh, O my soul. I will praise Yahweh throughout my life. That's verse 2. I love that. Throughout his entire life, David was saying, I will praise Yahweh. The good times, the bad times, the valleys, the mountains. He says, I will praise Yahweh throughout my life. I will sing praises to my God while I still have my being. He's saying, if I'm drawing breath and I'm still a human being, I'm going to praise my God. Verse 3, do not trust in nobles 
in merely a son of man in whom there is no salvation. So even here in verse 3, we're seeing a little bit of foreshadowing of Christ saying, I'm not putting my hope in nobles or kings or just another human being. There is no salvation in them. And we know who our salvation is, the Son of Man, uh, Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man. Verse 4, his spirit departs, he returns to the earth. In that very day, his plans perish. And isn't that true? All of our plans perish when we try uh, to plan. Now, that's not saying don't be responsible and and have a plan and a work ethic. You know, I own a business and believe me, there's lots of stuff I have to plan. But Ecclesiastes also says that all planning or uh, planning uh, for tomorrow, meaning putting your trust in tomorrow is foolish because no one is promised tomorrow. And David in the Psalm is echoing that. Verse five, how blessed is he whose help is in the God of Jacob whose hope is in Yahweh, his God. I love that. Verse six, who had, who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps truth forever. And you know, that really stuck out to me because when I'm out in nature like this, when I'm at a lake or uh, I'm in the northern Michigan woods or I was just in Arkansas a few months ago, uh, duck hunting with my father-in-law. Um, yeah, I have to sit back and look who made heaven and earth? Uh, it was God. It was Yahweh, our God. It says, The sea and all that's in it, who keeps truth forever, who does, who does justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry, Yahweh sets the prisoners free. Oh my goodness, I love that. First he, he addresses who does justice for the oppressed. You know, we have a lot of talk uh, in a social justice gospel, um, in the secular realm, just social justice. And we don't have to put an adjective in front of gospel and say social justice gospel. God is a God of justice. He brings justice to those oppressed. Uh, and many times it doesn't look like the justice that man thinks because man is just wants fairness. And there is a difference between fairness and justice. God is just, he isn't fair. And we've said that on this podcast before. And I think people get it confused. God is not fair. Fair just means equal. God is just. God is not a God of equality. He's a God of justice, which means you justly get what you deserve, right? Uh, later in verse seven, it says, who gives food to the hungry, Yahweh sets the prisoners free. Amen. I would say even physically, uh, spiritually and emotionally, God sets the prisoners free. Verse 8, Yahweh opens the eyes of the blind. And we saw that when Christ came to earth, opening eyes of the blind. Some more foreshadowing. Yahweh raises up those who are bowed down. So we see here that God raises up those who have a position of humbleness, uh, who are bowed down, who are um, not prideful yet humble. Verse 9, Yahweh keeps the sojourners, that's the foreigners. He helps up the orphan and the widow. So we're seeing right after he's saying he's a God of justice, he's listing some of the people that can't find justice for themselves in his day. In David's day, when he's writing this psalm, uh, any orphan or widow would have no rights, would have no way to take care of themselves, would have no legal recourse for things that might happen to them. Yet David is saying God sees the orphan, he sees the widow, he sees those that can't take care of themselves in the legal system 
or in the uh, country that they're living in, and God will have justice for them. He will have justice on their behalf. But here's the caveat. Listen to what he says. After he says he'll, he'll uh, take care of the foreigner, he'll take care of the orphan, he'll take care of the widow, he says, but he bends the way of the wicked. So the wicked plan, and they go, okay, I'm at point A, and I want to get to point B, and I have these wicked plans. And he says, no, he bends the way of the wicked. He thwarts the wicked's plans uh, in other Psalms. And even Proverbs says, God thwarts the plans of the wicked. And here we see it echoed here in this Psalm. If we go on to verse 10 as we finish it up, it says, Yahweh will reign forever. So we're seeing God establish uh, not only God's reigning, but Christ's reigning throne forever. And later on in verse 10, your God, O Zion, from generation to generation, praise Yah, or praise Yahweh. So we see a promise at the end of Psalm 146 that not only will his reign last forever, but his promises last to us generation to generation. And when I read through this this morning, I said, what a great psalm that I just randomly turned open to, especially when it says you made the heaven and earth, the sea, and all that's in them. You know, I was swimming out in this very lake uh, earlier and uh, with my son, Oliver, and he goes, ooh, I think a fish just touched my leg. And sure enough, we looked down and there were some bass swimming uh, in the shallow waters that had come in because it was nice and sunny and they were probably sunbathing a little bit in that 72 degree water. And I just went, wow, how awesome that is to be in nature, uh, in the lake that God created, the fish of the sea, um, even the unknown things uh, of the sea. You know, with the um, implosion of that submersible a few weeks ago, People have been becoming more interested in Titanic again and the depths of the sea. And we've only explored about 10 or 15% of the ocean floor. We don't know what's down there. We still, as men, don't understand the depths of the sea. And this was something that was written thousands of years ago, maybe 5,000 years ago. And David is saying, you know, you made the heaven and the earth. You made the depths of the sea and everything in it. And I don't even know what that is, but I trust in you. And I find it ironic that we are still exploring the depths of the sea, sometimes to our detriment, sometimes to our death. Uh, in that submersible, they were only going down three miles and, and couldn't make it. Um, you know, in Challenger Deep, you can go six, seven, eight miles down, I believe, um, to the depths of the sea. And we still haven't reached the deepest parts of the sea and the animals that live down there and the, and, and the um, food chain and the ecosystem and, and all that. So I look at stuff like this, these, these beautiful sand dunes, this beautiful lake with the white caps rolling in, you know, the trees, and it just reflects the glory of God. I mean, even nature in itself is a common grace. You know, Ecclesiastes says that it rains and the sun shines on the wicked and the righteous alike. God even allows the wicked to partake in his glory, which is nature, which is a common grace to us all. And I truly believe if we slow down in life and we actually just look at the bird making its nest, uh, you know, at the squirrel and the ant uh, storing up for winter, you know, Proverbs says, be like the ant, uh, have a work ethic like the ant. You know, the wisest man in the, in the world in the history of the universe was looking at the ant and taking lessons from it. And I truly believe that we can find uh, lessons in nature that reflect the glory of God, not only work ethic, but in beauty in and of itself. 
And, you know, I just wanted to make this video just a short episode to allow you to see some of this beauty that I'm seeing here today in uh, Warren Dune State Park uh, on Lake Michigan. And we just rejoice that we serve a God of beauty. Uh, anything that man touches is usually is not beautiful. And if it is beautiful, it imitates God uh, because God is beauty. So as the sun's setting here, and I might be running out a little bit of light, I just wanted you guys to uh, hear Psalm 146. Go through and read it for yourself as well. Meditate on that as the word says to meditate on his word. And uh, be encouraged, you know, be encouraged today that God made the heavens and the earth, everything in it, the seas. We will rejoice with all our being, worship him, like I said, in the valleys or the mountains, and the good times are bad. And when we're having a bad day, we can go outside, we can look up and say, Lord, thank you for the sun that shines down on us and uh, provides us with that vitamin D that our bodies need, the sunlight and the warmth that we need to survive. Thank you for the fresh water that we have at our disposal. Thank you for the uh, trees and the plants and the bushes. I mean, it's just a posture of thankfulness when we really slow down and we look at all that the Lord has provided us just in nature by itself. So guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Dead Man Walking Podcast. This wasn't a long one, but I just wanted to bring you that psalm. Make sure you check us out at dmwpodcast.com. We have some new shirts up there as well too. Uh, and you can find out a little bit more about the podcast there. As always, you can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on, well, now on Threads as well. Um, we're on Rumble. Uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Dead Men Walking Podcast and you can find us there. Guys, I'm going to let you go. The sun is going down. I've got a little bit of a walk back to the truck. God bless, guys. And as always, remember, the chief end of man is to glorify God. Enjoy him forever even if that means you're sitting out here on a beautiful evening and listening to the lake come in. God bless. Be sure to check us out at dmwpodcast.com where you can purchase the best and snarkiest merch on the internet, support the show, and leave us a review or message. Dead Men Walking can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Dead Men Walking Podcast and on Twitter X at Real DMW Podcast. The Dead Men Walking Podcast is part of the Fight Laugh Feast Network. For exclusive show content, be sure to download the Pub TV app and become a member. If you're a business that needs to reach hundreds of thousands of potential customers in your demographic, podcast advertising might be for you. Send all inquiries to Dead Men Walking Podcast at gmail.com. None your biscuits.